Hi, I'm Jim Campanini, and wel- welcome to the Gratefully Yours Wine uh, Podcast. Uh, today is my co-host, uh, the uh, wine butler, Michael Pigeon. Yeah. We hope you are doing well up, uh, out there. I've got my uh, golf cap on yeah. with my Boston Red Sox. Two things, yeah. golf season, the Red Sox starting. How, how do you think they're going to do this year, by the way? Oh, I don't know. They're not picked to do too much, so anything could be a surprise. We'll see. Uh, well, what do you think is is um, more plausible? Uh, me breaking 90 on the golf course or the pay, uh, or the Red Sox winning 90 games? Oh, no. You're going to break uh, You break 80 before that. You're more optimistic than I am. So, I should continue drinking the wine, I think. Oh, I'm telling you, here we are together again to whine about wine. Yeah. What? I like that. I like. Well, I just want to tell. I want you to tell the, the, our audience out there today. We we gotta. We're, we're going to um, uh, uh, talk about our, our adventure. We went. We had a little exploration trip that uh, uh, the wine butler Mike uh, talked me into going up to Trader Joe's. Great store. Uh, nice fresh foods. Um, and uh, they also have a wine selection, you know, not as big as New, a New Hampshire liquor store or even Costco, but it's a it's a it's a nice wine collection. And uh, so, so Mike, why don't you tell what the genesis of this trip uh, on the on, on the, that gorgeous day yesterday? It was a gorgeous day, and to me, before we get into the wines, what made it so worthwhile to me? We took a selection home. I think five bottles, six, sat, six, six bottles, and you. Brought some nice cheese and crackers, the Gouda and the yeah. uh, goat cheese, yeah. cherry flavored, sat under the pergola with the fading rays of the late afternoon. Yes, yes. That is the way to spend an afternoon with the wines, tasting them there outside. Oh, yes, beautiful. and it was it was a great uh, day in the pergola in the backyard, and then oh. we invited the wine goddess to come down and share these wines. We're going to taste these wines, see what they're like. And uh, she saw the two of us out there, and she came down with her with her Cosmo. with her Cosmo, her vodka and cranberry juice, and she said, uh, "No, you guys are doing just fine and stuff." But uh, uh, if if her if her uh, back wasn't hurting her from her uh, her pre garden work, she probably would have had to carry both of us up the stairs. But mm-hmm. but uh, we had a nice day. The sun was yeah. out there and stuff. Yeah. So. Well, Trader Joe's to me, it would be an undiscovered place for wine. It's not a place I, I maybe get the discount Cheerios or something up there. But you know, if you go to Market Basket up in Nashua and you and you see the vast selection, and so wander over to Trader Joe's, and um, it was surprising a lot of low end price wines, uh, but they had a good selection of the you know nicer yeah. wines, mid class wines, and. Uh, Plenty to choose from, as you found out. Right, but 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 here's the thing that 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 um, I, I found out is uh, you know buyer beware hmm. when you go to these places and think you're there's a difference between a bargain, a deal, and an inexpensive or cheap wine. Okay, in my mind, a bargain is something when you know the wine is 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 uh, really good that could probably you say in your mind, wow, this wine is worth fifteen twenty dollars. I only paid twelve ninety nine for it. See, that's a bargain in my mind. Mm. You know, because it's it's a little underpriced for the taste, the experience that you get from it. All right, and then there's a deal when like uh, New Hampshire liquor stores or the wine connections or the local stores say, hey. You buy a case, we're going to give you 15 to 20% off on that. All right. Now you pick out a wine that is fairly priced. 
you know, maybe in that $15 to $20 range. You know it's good. It's got good ratings from, from, uh, uh, from wine critics. You say, wow, I picked up this Italian wine or this uh, Napa Cabernet, and, and I only played cost averaging, $15 a month. That's a deal. But then there's our cheap wines, which I think you always have to be uh, careful about. Things selling for less than $10. Um, so, so because I think you have to know where the grapes are from, who's the producer of the, uh, of those wines and, and what was the vintage year? Okay. For that area of the wines, because right now there's a lot of juice out there on the market from, um, from the wine tainted vintages, you know, 19, uh, 1919, uh, 2020. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of the, the more um, um, respectable uh, wine houses, um, you know, if they saw that their wine was tainted, they didn't even sell it. Okay, they they declassified it. They didn't even put it in their premium wines because they don't want customers to buy their wine and the customers say, "Wow, this is terrible. This isn't the same wine I had last year." Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Sometimes they sell that juice. It's still drinkable, but it's not going to be. You know, it's not going to be up to uh, up to snuff. So they sell it in bulk. A lot of it goes overseas. Unfortunately. Some of it stays here in America. And, you know, if Jim Campanini wants to buy, you know, 500 uh, uh, um, uh, gallons of, of, of fresh, uh, fresh crushed juice, you know, from Napa Valley, and it was tainted, I could do it and bottle it right here in Lowell, put my, uh, put my stamp on it. So, so I think, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but you have to be aware of this because that's where these wines, that's how they can sell it for, for cheap prices. It's in excess, it's in bulk. Uh, and in some cases, you know, there's a reason why good wines cost good money, okay? Quality, you pay for quality. Would you agree to? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yep. It's the thing. Someone might go and say, oh, I'll bring a bottle of wine home for my wife. He's in Trader Joe's picking up a few items. And he says, well, gee, I really don't want to spend too much, but I want to bring home. So you you, you get the inexpensive wine, and it might not quite make the night. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, Trader Joe's is famous because, you know, I think it was about 10 or 15 years ago, uh, they came out with Two Buck Chuck. And two Buck you Chuck. You know, and, and it, it, it had a great sounding name, but the, the, the juice, the wine was actually okay. pretty good. good you know, juice. and it took off and people said Two Buck Chuck. Well, Two Buck Chuck became $4.99, uh, <laughs> you know, now it's... So Trader Joe's still has its, has its uh, puts its name on the label, as you can see here. Here's a Pinot Noir. Uh, Trader Joe's. So if you go to Trader Joe's, they've got their own line, uh, you know, with their name on it. And uh, in most cases, you know, the the wine is well, it, it's it's decent, okay, but not all of it is equitable. Now, if I just from what we tasted yesterday, Costco, you know, has its own brand of wine. It's called Kirkland Signature Wines. Good okay, wine. well. Kirkland owns its own wineries, has either its own winemakers or makes agreements with accomplished winemakers to to produce their wines. You can always see on the label where that wine is coming from. There's a website where you can track down that bottle where the grapes came from. And, 
you know, I've had very good success mm -hmm. with Kirkland brand wines um, because they they set up local operations. It's not like they're sourcing grapes from all over the world, bring them in here to America, uh, producing it here. No, they're, they're produced on site and they have to meet the local requirements and restrictions for producing that wine. If they're in countries like France and Italy, where they have restrictions, quality restrictions, standards that they have to meet before they can uh, uh, sell it. So I don't know so much about Trader Joe's. It didn't strike me yesterday that they do have uh, uh, any um, classification requirements because in America, we really don't have the same system as they have in Italy. Anybody can produce any wine using any grapes and just sell it. We do not really have uh, a quality control board, a government board to look at that Although, you know, most of these wineries are, are excellent producers. They, they want to put out their best, their, be, their best stuff all the time. So, um, But keep in mind, we, we were anxious to try the Trader Joe label to see what they were. But they do have a fuller selection yes. of yeah. um, a Josh, oh, Miomi, yeah, yeah. and some of the other wines, very recognizable wines. But they're right, right up in the price bracket of all the other stores. Yes. So, um, but... These we tried, and, uh, you know, we were lucky, I think, out of the six, we didn't open the Pinot Grigio, but with the reds, we got that one uh, very satisfying um, Barbera d'Asti, which was a very good wine for mm -hmm. the price, mm -hmm. for the price. Yeah. And uh, the Pinot Noir Reserve was a, more than a step above their regular Trader Joe's Pinot Noir. So it was a good day. It wasn't a big financial investment. No. We came up with two wines that yeah. you might buy again for a reasonable price. Yeah, so price. I think I paid. Uh, uh, so I got to get my sponsor to pick up the tab for this because we paid, counting the cheese, so we, we paid, um, we paid uh, $56 for six wines. Okay, and then we bought the the nice Gouda cheese, which was the seven bucks. The but cheese, the, the yeah. winner, in my regard, was the Amarena Cherry Double um, a Goat Cheese, creamy goat cheese. Oh, the cherry yeah. in it was excellent with the crackers. Mike bought the the non the, the non, non crackers. The non -crackers. Oh, oh, we sat in the pergola and, and stiff enough to hold the cheese, but not. I love goat there. cheese. Yeah. I love goat cheese and crackers with wine. But that Gouda, you were right. That was the Gouda was good, and the, the goat cheese I. Love but not a flavored one. I just yeah. want that nice white. Oh, I love the flavor. You loved it. And they I, put it blueberries. Yeah. Yeah, the goat cheese and stuff. I like that. But uh, yeah, the Gouda was very good. It was aged and creamy. It was I think under the pergola yesterday with the five bottles of wine in the sunlight, the weak rays, if anything would have tasted good. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. So let's uh, let's start. Uh, uh, we'll tell you a little about the wines. We tasted them all yesterday. Um and uh, you know we're not going to denigrate any any, any wine because it's all, all different. But but the, go back to the same thing. When you see something on the rack, and you know uh, nothing against the the people at Trader Joe's are fantastic. I mean they came over, asked us if we had any questions. You know we were on a hunting expedition, okay. But uh, the, uh, uh, you know some of them are more knowledgeable than others. Uh, but it's not the same as if you're going into your favorite wine store and you know your you, you know the guy that you can trust or the woman you can trust to tell you about the wines. 
Um, and uh, uh, so so it, it, it's interesting. You should have your phone with you. Uh, if you can't find the website of the producer that, that's made that bottle of wine, I wouldn't buy it. And that's another thing I want to pick up because most wines now, they have their web, web address on the bottle of wine. If you don't have a web address on a bottle of wine where you can quickly look it up and see, hey, Jim Campanini's making this wine. There's a person behind this bottle. If it's if if it's a, just an amorphous uh, website with with no contact information or a story about the winery, you know what? Uh, I wouldn't buy it, mm. even if it's six ninety nine to try. You know, you, you, your money is hard earned. There's a better six dollar ninety nine cents out there with with more transparency. Because uh, and uh, the wine business has worked hard uh, to put more transparency in it, in it, and people know what they're buying. So, so let's start with this. This is a Trader Joe's Pinot Noir. Now we tasted uh, a couple Pinot Noirs. Uh, this is from Carneros, which is in Sonoma County, and it's a cool climate zone. Some of the best Pinot Noirs uh, in California uh, come from this zone, Carneros. So now, right off the bat, I knew this was going to be hey. It's going to be uh, drinkable, uh, and uh, it might be a surprise. This wine, Trader Joe's, let's see, uh, cost twelve ninety nine, which was the most expensive wine we bought. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and after that terrible one that we yeah. had, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. Well, not that I'm going to denigrate opinion. any wine, yeah, but but, yeah. but um, what do you think about this? This the it's a it's a fresh wine, twenty twenty one. Yeah. And and they should all be taken with food too. Food does with the cheese; it mm. makes it taste a little so better. No matter how they taste, they all taste a little better with food. And so sometimes, you know, if these bottles are open and they decant a little, sit overnight, they taste a little different in the, in the uh, the next day. Uh, Usually better. I like them better because the uh, the uh, the uh, the oxidation uh, gives that uh, uh, makes it a little rounder, especially a tannic wine and stuff. Hmm. I was very surprised. Uh, not much fragrance. Pinot Noirs are usually a fragrant wine, you know, but this is very very mild, if detectable at all. Uh, Barely, yeah. But. Not not that bad, you know. No, it's it, not. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's um, it tastes a little better than than yesterday. Um, I always make a judgment. Is it a wine? I'd have a second glass if someone mm, would mm. it. I just refuse it. And uh, this one here, definitely, you know, you'd have a second glass. The other Pinot, no, no second, not even. Yeah, the other the other one was the other one was didn't even have that fruit forward taste. Usually a Pinot. You know, the tip of your tongue will will will, will get the sweetness, and mm. then as it moves into the back, you get that mmm, that yeah. little uh, savory and mouth watering feeling. Yeah. If you don't get that from a Pinot, the bracing acidity, which is that's why Pinot is such a great food wine, but it's got to be in balance. You know, if you make a swallow and it's so warm, that's the alcohol, and this is high in alcohol. What did we pay for that? Twelve dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah. And this is 14.5% alcohol. Not money wasted, though. Not money no, wasted. Not money wasted. Okay. That's so nice. I think we gave this one what? Uh, what, what? What did we say? If we had to get. I think 87? 87, you know, 88 points. Honestly, yeah. honestly, an 87. So, uh, yeah, so, so here's one you might want to consider. Uh, and. and Put it against other Pinot Noirs you've bought in the $13 range. 
and see what you think about it. Uh, but uh, it's it's very serviceable. That's it. If you've already are spending that thirteen fourteen dollars, try this and see how it compares to the other. Not ninety dollar yeah. Pinot Noirs, but how it compares to other thirteen dollar fourteen dollar Pinot Noirs. Yeah, yeah that's how it judge. I always tell people, don't buy a wine by its label. But here's one that really intrigued me. They did a great job marketing. And it was uh, International, uh, well, it was World Woman's Day uh, yesterday. Or maybe it's, uh, around my house, it's World Woman's Week. Every week in year, week. Yeah, you yeah. know, with the wine goddess, you know. But, but anyway, so here's a beautiful label. Paso Robles. Uh, no, this is from San Luis Obispo. That's between Los Angeles and San Francisco. Nice wine region, coastal. So I said, hey, this might be a good one to talk about another Pinot Noir, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, being uh, that we're, we're honoring uh, our wonderful women of the world. So we, well, I'm going to let Mike take the lead on this because I was kind of disappointed. And uh, once again, there is a fa Familia Nueva Vineyards, and you can read about their story. You had to, th there's no website on the bottle, so I had to track down the name and, and put it in. Uh, Liberté, you know, means freedom. Yeah, nice, you know. Now, one of the nose, it doesn't right away hit me as inviting. No. Not at all. No, the I'm nose sure. is not inviting. No, I And usually Pinot Noir, like you said, has a fragrant now. taste. I had my doubts yesterday when I... Took the nose and I said, ooh. And then on the t tongue, it was just Yeah, it was a little bitter. flat. Nothing. and um, No personality. And... No. No, it's... Um, no, I know. It's I kind of got a... I had it yesterday. It's kind of... Yeah. It's... Uh, it's uh, no, 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 I just don't... It's uh, not as fresh and also the... Uh, to me, it's the, quite a difference between the two yeah. Pinot Noirs. Yeah. But that La Liberté... Um, uh let's see that cost ten dollars and 99 cents it's gonna it's got a uh very harsh aftertaste and uh like mike says you take a would he want a second glass of that mm. if you can get down the first glass why would you have the second glass and you know maybe it was a a tough uh lot or something uh you know uh, the winery seems like a uh, an established winery and stuff but it just wasn't very good wasn't very good so we also taste the cabernet they produce a cabernet uh we didn't bring it in but we had that yesterday it was uh it was a little bit better little, on, on the better. on the quality scale but not much when you have those true savory cabernet flavors it really didn't hit that hump get over that you know uh, and again, our expectations shouldn't be that high for that price wine. No. We should expect a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, that Cabernet Liberty Paso uh, was even, uh, uh, it was ten ninety nine. also. Would have been a nice mix and match. Uh, mm. But, uh, and we were drinking a lot. Of, we were eating a lot of cheese with it, yeah, trying to carry the taste. And it just, we kept trying and, and, and letting it sit there for a while to can't. But it just didn't reach that yeah. level. But you know what? Everybody's palate is different. Give it a shot. If you like it, let me know. Mm -hmm. Okay, now here's a reserva from Spain, which James Suckling gave 91 points. It's a reserva from 2017. What intrigued me was the Tempranillo. It's 50% Tempranillo grape, which is a fantastic Spanish grape and uh, with, uh, with uh, beautiful taste and stuff. So we tried this one. 
And this wine was uh, this wine was in the this was one of their all stars. This was in a, a special section right when you walk in there for for, for wines. This was uh, six dollars and ninety nine cents. They were selling this, so so I said, Jesus, you're I said ninety one point not wine for for six dollars and ninety nine cents. You're not going to get as much, you know, much cheaper wine than six ninety nine, or more affordable, should I say? Now this is when we got to this this end, hmm. we started to our eyes opened up a little because yep, yep, yep. for six dollars and ninety nine cents, this had uh, this was. In the competition. In the competition, yep. Yeah, this was this was a, a step up yeah. and uh, uh, a good a good uh, representation of Spanish wine. It had a nice uh, color, fresh color. You can see that, uh, that nice yeah. dark purple. Yeah. The taste was fruit forward, and it had a balance to it. Even, oh, the nice acidity. You could, you could yeah. grill meats with this, yeah. have hard cheeses yeah. with this. So it wasn't a bad day, reflecting yeah. back on it. Six wines, the Pinot we didn't try, so five and three of these are um, okay. Yeah. You could have pizza with this, uh, some nice... Um, uh, uh spanish yeah. boost uh, yeah. uh, uh yeah. so so for 6.99 this was in the ballpark this was and that's 6.99 i know seven bucks a bottle i mean so what i say is when you go on an exploration trip like this um, um you buy one bottle because if you don't like it what are you going to do with that other bottle if you buy it buy one test it out if you like it then you go back for more but even that extra seven dollars, you rather keep it in your pocket and see what you're buying and and, and what you like, okay? And uh, this was something that we put on our, yeah. our list. It was, and was I still can't get over all the different places we go looking at the wines they have. They all have their own deal with their own distributors. They have different labels, but they're all so fun to look at the different yeah, labels. Yeah. Some people buy by the good-looking labels. I've, I've done that in the past. So as you this, did with the uh, woman. This is Marquet de Colbert, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, like the, the uh, late-night TV show. A reserva, and the grape is 50% uh, Bobal and 50% Tempranillo. It's aged for 12 months and uh, it's great roast meat and game. Once again, it's got a, a uh, you know it's got a listing here. You can contact to, to uh, see about this wine. Plus, it's rated by the Spanish wine authorities, so you can see it's an authentic Spanish wine. James Suckling gave it ninety-one points. I don't know if I'd go that high, but Jim Suckling is a good guy, you know. So now he, this was turned out to be the that was the the wine of the day. Mm -hmm. Because when I saw this, this is a DOCG wine from Italy. That's not uh, a deep color. Barbera is one of the yeah. best food grapes in all of Italy. Barbera is what the winemakers drink. After they come home from a hard day's work, they drink Barbera. That's easy drinking wine uh, that, that goes with almost anything. And um, But what really struck me, that this wine was $6.99. And, $6 and the best of the day. But. It's a. It has a. It has the 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 blue, the gold label on it, like all Italian wines. They're in the DOCG category. That's the highest quality tier category in Italy. They have four four categories, and it means they get the strictest controls. There's actually a panel that has to taste this wine, okay, made by the producer, and it has to judge whether it meets the quality standards of the previous vintage, okay, or 
they are not allowed to put this under the top restriction, uh, a top quality tier. They'd have to declassify it and go one notch lower. Okay, so I said, hey, to, for this to get to, to be uh, labeled DOCG, now I, I, I bought a Barbera the week before Vietti, which is one of the best producers of Barbera in, in the world. I paid $22 for it. It was a 92-point wine. And, um, and, and Mike and I tasted this one. And, and cause I said, how did they get this one through at $6,900? Yeah. Well, what do you think of it? I'll tell you. My assessment is still holds true with yesterday. They stay the same as they did yesterday. The yeah. Barbera number one, followed by that Spanish one, yeah. and then the Pinot Noir. Yeah, just like yesterday, same decision. And that other with that cherry, yeah, uh, with that cherry goat cheese oh, and the crackers, because this is very, very ripe, fresh. That yeah. cherry comes through. There's uh, yeah, you can tell it's a little more complex. It got secondary flavors. Yeah. It's got that oh nice. Uh, easy, uh, like wild herbs, yeah. you know, which is the zone where Barbera is coming from, uh, uh, you know, in, in the uh, the, the um, uh, in Italy and stuff. So, so you'll really enjoy this one for six dollars and ninety nine cents. This could be a go to wine with pasta dishes, pizza. Oh, it's a fun wine, uh, and and it's really got that mm -hmm. nice uh, fruit, fruity flavor and stuff. So you, you'll enjoy this, and it ends dry. Nice. It ends dry, so like a nice red, dry, a dry Italian red should. So, uh, so closing thoughts on our trip to Trader Joe's. Well, I'd say give it a give it a shot and uh, make sure all your afternoon chores are done though before you sit down and have five <laughs> glasses of wine. Not glasses, but five tastes because it does relax you very nicely and uh, interesting. Another interesting. Voyage. Yeah. So, uh, number one, if you go up there, if you go any place looking for, for wines, beware of anything that's cost less than $10. The trend in, in the, the wine industry now and all across America, uh, those under $10 wines are being left behind. Uh, uh, people um, are spending uh, $10 and more mm. on, on wines. They're getting a little more quality, more concernable quality, organic grapes, the healthy healthy wines made from sustainable farming practices. Sure. You should be aware of it. I suggest if people go up to Trader Joe's, try that Barbarera. Barbarera. Excuse me. And um, see if it matches what we said about it. Yeah, yeah. And you can even that try this, uh, the Pinot Noir yeah. and this uh, Spanish wine for, for seven yeah, bucks is Bad either. Yeah, so yeah. until our next show, may yeah, the wine be with you. With you. <laughs> Ding. <laughs>